0: Eight hundred four nine zero forty one forty
1: 800-490-4140. got a couple of wrecks to watch for now Indicator Wilson Street near 12th Avenue. That one's got a vehicle in the middle of the road. The Y is a great gift for yourself or a loved one. And you can save 25% off the membership and pay no joining fee. Drop the Quarantine 15 with space to safely distance. No contract for all of 2021 at the Y. Y YMCAHuntsville.org. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeyes North Parkway Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk.
3: mrs holland thought it would be a good way to get him out of the house
4: you hear that ain't nothing saturn an outdoor cat thinks he's an indoor cat well look at here Red Holland
3: on 1450 a.m. and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk.
4: And that rain will be short lived. Uh, the weekend and going on into next week's gonna be just gorgeous. Little chilly, but nice. This is gonna be good for the Christmas lights and the inflatables. Uh, 45 right now in rain in Huntsville, 46 in Decatur. Uh, Alabama Attorney General, uh, Steve Marshall joining us. Uh, hadn't chatted in a while. I've been saving up. How are you, sir? I am doing well, Fred. Good to hear from you. Uh, I don't, I never thought I would utter these words. You know, we're always saying thank God for Mississippi. Thank God for Georgia. <laughs> what is yeah. going on over there?
5: Yeah. it's crazy. You know, and, and every day seems to reveal something a little bit new, a little different. You know, I've not had a chance, although I've obviously heard about the, the video that was released, I guess, yesterday. And uh, I know they're having a hearing over there today in federal court. So, uh, we got to learn a little bit more about what 's happening, but yeah, I mean, I think you know if you can clearly look um Alabama showed this country how to do an election and do it well, and we haven 't necessarily seen that with either some of our neighbors or even others across the country
4: you know it 's interesting Alabama, Florida has made a big deal they had a lot of a lot more than us, Texas as well. they all got theirs done pretty quickly, but you've got these states that in New York they found fifty five votes they hadn 't counted. <laughs> And now we have another congressional race that's up in the air. I mean, this is crazy, isn't it?
5: It is. You know, the greatest country in the world and yet we still are struggling to figure out who won elections. This is, what, three weeks past on Election Day almost. So, uh, I think it is concerning and and the good thing is, and I do think it's going to be a a topic of interest to me and my Republican colleagues across the country is this idea of of election integrity and, and what it is that we're doing and Trying to be able to coalesce around a set of principles that everybody can can adhere to, because uh, you know, the people of this country ought to have faith, that, especially in a presidential election, that uh, it's been done fairly, it's been done the right way, and, and, and right now. Uh, there are many that question whether or not that's happened.
4: You know, uh, John Merrill, and I guess you as well have had to defend against some of these uh, federal court rulings. I mean, we've we, we, they tried to undermine our voter ID and changing the rules on absentee and trying to do same day voting and all, all kinds of loose things here. Our laws have stood so far, and, and it all seems like common sense to me. And why somebody would argue with that? I, I got to think there are other motives, don't you? <laughs>
6: Uh,
5: I do. There's an agenda in place. You know, and Fred, and this has squarely fallen on our office. And uh, we've had the responsibility, even yesterday, getting a victory that we'll announce today uh, in a felon voting case that uh, was challenged. But you know, COVID was used uh, to advance an agenda on the left about how uh, voting ought to take place, despite the fact that the legislature is not acted in certain areas. I think last time I was on your show it was right after – We'd obtained the stay from uh, the United States Supreme Court when an activist federal judge in, in Birmingham wanted to uh, order curbside voting. Although the legislature has never required that, wanted to do away with the witness requirement on absentee ballots, uh, wanted to do away with the ID requirement for absentee ballots, all under the auspices of COVID. Um, but yet, clearly, that was was not something at all that uh, the Alabama legislature intended or wanted, and so we've been very pleased over the course of the last really eighteen months uh, to score victory after victory for those who challenged how we vote in Alabama and again, our concerns uh, were were twofold one, that when judges write the rules, that's against the separation of powers, and that's not what our constitution requires and second that uh, that we need to make sure that we can ensure the integrity and validity of an election. And and when we told the court that we had concerns about these processes, uh, we were able to prevail there as well. So I'm very pleased with the work that we've done. I think Secretary Mel has done an outstanding job in making sure that our election process worked fairly. And and we've been pleased to be able to be the state's lawyer and be that voice to defend these cases across the state.
4: You know, why do we have to play whack-a-mole, though? Now there's this story out where where churches are being paid six bucks per per voter. (laughs) (laughs) for for taking them to the polls i'm going what (laughs) and now the legislature is going to have to pass a law for this one it's like every time you you turn around somebody's coming up with some some new way of skirting the system
5: well it's the concern i think that many have about mail-in voting early voting about uh, people using financial resources as a way of impacting adversely an election and You know, I think, and I've already read, that there's pre-filed bills to deal with the issue that came out about a $6 a person transportation fee that was being paid to churches in South Alabama and I think clearly that was that was not, and I think that Secretary Merrill made it accurate, that at least what was determined was that it was not a paying for somebody to vote for a particular person, but the reality is that that was orchestrated by a particular campaign believing that these were individuals that would vote for them. And so uh, I think, again, when when you see that come into play, it causes people to question uh, the validity of, of certain votes or voting in certain places. And I'm looking forward to seeing the legislature weigh in on that.
4: I, um, I, I I I hope this is my my prayer, and I know you've been chatting around the country. You you chatted with my buddy Joe Pags in Texas. I noticed not too long ago. Um, we're, yeah. We have made we're making news for doing a lot of things well. And, I, and that's refreshing, isn't it?
5: <laughs> it is. It is. And, and clearly when we look at what's going on with this election, we can point to Alabama as certainly one of the, the leaders in that area.
4: All right. I want to get uh, the hammer coming down on Madison County, I guess. Uh, they didn't figure out a way around this. Can you hang around? I want to talk about that a little bit. And uh, if you can update us on the census thing that uh, is being argued before the Supreme Court, how you think that's going. Can you stick around for those two? Absolutely. All right, Alabama Attorney General Steve Marshall, he's got some big stuff going on. We'll get to some of that coming up.
3: You're listening to the Fred Holland Morning Show on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk.
7: With the Bloomberg Business of Sports report, I'm Michael Barr. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell says the league remains committed to finishing the regular season as scheduled. Goodell also said on the conference call that while the NFL is considering a bubble format for the playoffs, it wouldn't necessarily resemble what the NHL and NBA used in successfully completing their seasons. A 12th former NFL player is admitted to participating in a huge scheme to defraud the league's health care benefit program. Former Washington and 49ers cornerback Carlos Rogers pleaded guilty in federal court in Lexington, Kentucky, to one charge of conspiring to defraud a program that reimburses former players for out-of-pocket medical expenses. According to the Lexington Herald-Leader, indictments say a group of former players defrauded the plan by submitting false claims for expensive medical equipment. Prosecutors say they never purchase the equipment. With a Bloomberg Business of Sports Report, I'm Michael Barr.
2: I struggled with symptoms like frequent gas and stomach pain for years.
0: I was bloated all the time with daily diarrhea.
2: At first, I thought it was what I was eating.
0: I kept thinking it was stomach issues.
2: So I did my research and talked to my doctor, and we finally uncovered the truth.
0: It It was was actually EPI. Exocrine pancreatic insufficiency or EPI is a condition where your pancreas is unable to help break down your food.
2: It can lead to symptoms like diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss and oily stools.
0: And EPI symptoms can be confused with those of other common digestive conditions like irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's and celiac disease.
2: So getting to the right diagnosis meant being more open with my doctor about the severity of my symptoms and how often they were happening.
0: But there's good news. EPI is manageable, so don't wait any longer. Use the symptom checker at identifyepi.com and schedule a visit or call with your doctor to ask, could I have have EPI? EPI? Brought to you by AbbVie. For decades, Bob
4: Davies at Davies Auto Service Center has been taking care of our personal and company vehicles. And I've mentioned this many times, Bob shoots you straight. What kept me coming back all those years was the things Bob said we didn't need Yet, and we did need a major repair. Bob was reasonable. Another thing from Davies Auto Service Center you're not going to get from other auto repair shops: one-year warranty on parts and labor. You like what you drive. You want to keep it on the road. Maybe you're shooting for that mileage milestone. And besides, it's cheaper than a car payment. So call Bob Davies at Davies Auto Service Center. The Blue Building, 10th Avenue and Triana Boulevard, between Bob Wallace and Governor's Drive in Huntsville. Davies Auto Service Center, 256-534-2704. That's Davies Auto Service Center, 256-534-2704. It's the end of
3: the world as
6: we know it, I
3: feel. She's smart,
4: cute, and very hairy.
3: Tiki the official mascot of WTKI Talk.
4: Well, if I'm reading the tea leaves here right, the forecast, uh, most of the rain before 9, that 80% chance should be out of here, and then uh, 20% chance tonight, and then the rest going into the weekend's just awesome. All the way through next Thursday, by the way. 45 in rain right now. Alabama Attorney General Steve Marshall joining us. I should, I, 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 I should have mentioned this at the first break. Uh, your, your colleagues around the country, uh, the other AGs have, have made you the tip of the spear going into this, uh, this next year. There, there's some heavy lifting going and you're gonna, you're gonna be kind of, uh, fighting at a different level, huh?
5: Yeah, No, Fred, very excited about this opportunity to be in charge of an organization that we created called the Rule of Law Defense Fund, which is really there to be able to push back against government overreach. And when we see instances in which government is infringing on our constitutional rights, and uh, I'm afraid during a Biden administration, if that's in fact what happens, uh, we're going to be really busy.
4: I have a feeling you will be, too. Uh, Okay, so I had heard from a a couple of local people that the Madison County Commission had maybe found a way around this whole monument removal thing. Turns out they didn't. And I'm like a lot of people. I, I, I would rather see the monuments preserved somewhere. Um, you know, somewhere where they can be safe and not vandalized. But at the same time, I, I, the method I wasn't, uh, the, the solution wasn't as bad as the method. The method was they violated the law, and we got to be, we can't be picking and choosing. What happens now to Madison County?
5: no i think that's my uh obviously my concern you know the legislature gave me the responsibility for the enforcement of this act to when we determine that uh cities or counties had in fact violated the provisions of the monument Pre- preservation act that uh we were to to take action and in this case although i understand the legal argument being um provided by by madison county we simply do not believe it applies if a monument has been in a location for more than 40 years it's not eligible for a waiver. Uh, the legislature was very clear about that. And, and there are people on both sides of this issue. And the reality is my job is to enforce the law. My job is to uphold the duty that I took uh, to be able to uphold the laws of the state of Alabama. And my expectation is that other public officials will do the same.
4: You know, there's some perfectly good legislation. I think, and I have a feeling it'll probably have a pretty good hearing and probably will become law. Where you know the Alabama Historical Commission, I think, takes over the administration of these things, space for their upkeep. There's a budget for it. Even even the uh, the Democrats who are pushing this are in favor of doing that. They don't want the monuments destroyed. They just want them moved. But we have to have legislation. That, that allows these monuments to be moved within the law. And that's the whole argument, right?
5: No, ab- absolutely. And, and, and remember, this law has been around since the 2017. There was vigorous debate in the legislature at the time. In fact, there was no dissenting vote cast by a Democrat in the House when this was voted upon. Uh, and that's where these debates are supposed to take place. But once the legislature has decided the law... It's not up to public officials to pick and choose the laws they want to follow and the ones that they don't, and I think that's an important principle that transcends not only this discrete issue but also across the board.
4: So, what does this do? You're an official who has, because you made a big deal out of this in your video. By the way, I like the beard. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Thank
5: you. That's a good looking (laughs) beard, man. the (laughs) The lazy side
4: i I, it from a bearded guy. I mean, what do you think? Um, But um, this whole idea of you swear an oath to to defend the Constitution, and as a public official, when you skirt a law or choose and pick on laws, you're violating your oath, and you point that out.
5: And I think that's an important principle, Fred. I mean, we are truly uh, a, a system of laws that operates through our government. Our elected officials are those that are the enforcers of those laws. And to the extent that we begin to find things that we like or that we don't like and that becomes individualized, then that's truly where the fabric of our community begins to break down. And so, uh, you know, i Grew up as a prosecutor. I mean, that's been my whole life. Is that I don't pick our crimes. I don't identify those things that I like or I don't like, and I don't choose things that I prosecute and things that I look the other way. My job is to be able to enforce the law, and that's a principle that I think is truly important for elected officials to acknowledge and to abide by.
4: You know, this is the other part of this that irritated me is we've already screwed up the federal system, right? We're deciding who to prosecute, who not. Uh, there's 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 so much discretion in you know picking picking and choosing at that level we don't need to get it that and this was a this was a a small one but it was an indicative of where we're going we're caught up in so many even on the prose, prosecutorial side where everybody gets caught up on winning instead of finding the truth we we we're, we're, we're destroying the thing that we need people to have confidence in in that one, and in voting. I mean, here are two pillars that could go away, and that that's what our republic's built on, right?
5: No, I mean, I've heard people describe kind of the rule of law as being that line between order and chaos. And and, and I don't want to necessarily take it to an extreme, but yet look at what is taking place in Seattle and Portland, for example when local officials look the other way as opposed to enforcing the law. We saw significant problems in those cities, damages to uh, properties and to people and a disruption of what was going on in that community. And, again, it's because elected officials chose not to do their jobs and to be able to enforce the law. And and so, uh, again, I think it is an important thing for me as attorney general to be able to say. Uh, you know, we've seen six instances since this uh, law has been passed where, Uh, local officials were in violation and to the extent that there is a belief that this law either needs to be strengthened or it needs to be somehow another changed, uh, that is a discussion that should take place with our legislative officials, the representative part of our democracy that is taking place to make our laws so that those discussions can take place to see whether or not changes in fact need to be made and whether or not uh, i have to do a little more or a little less relating to this issue
4: yeah one of those things where we go it's above my pay grade <laughs>
5: right <laughs> well I'm, I'm anxious to hear the debate that's for
4: sure <laughs> uh, okay i want to jump to the census uh, thing this is critical you are congressman a number of other attorney attorneys general uh, involved in this lawsuit that's before the, uh, the 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 Supreme Court now, on 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 one counting illegals, but more importantly, counting illegals as it relates to representation. This is vital to states like Alabama because, unlike some other states, we haven't bust them in. Right.
5: Right, and and this is clearly a, a significant issue for Alabama because our experts believe that if the apportionment counts includes those who are here unlawfully, then Alabama is going to lose a congressional seat. And that's a big deal. Not only do we lose a congressional seat, that also means we lose a vote on the Electoral College. And our experts also tell us that that's probably going to California. And, Fred, I don't feel really comfortable about giving California an additional vote for president uh, or additional influence in Congress. And so I had a chance to listen to the oral arguments that related to the lawful act of the president with a memorandum in which he directed the census to be able to provide him uh, with a number of those who were here unlawfully. Um, be- Still not sure what the court will do, although I expect them to act here shortly. Uh, there may be uh, sort of a short-term win that really doesn't decide the issue. They could decide it on a procedural ground to say that uh, the case is really not ripe for consideration or not necessarily has not matured enough for the court to decide. Um, but our case is still pending in front of a federal judge in Birmingham. Uh, there are an awful lot of blue states that are against us, but very much appreciate uh, comments from Brooks for being with us on this fight and being able to stand up for what I think is a very common sense proposition, that if you're not here lawfully, you don't have the authority to vote in a federal election then why should you be counted to determine those who get to represent us in Congress? Because uh, if, in fact, we allow sanctuary cities to proliferate and to allow for these individuals to be counted for purposes of reapportionment, uh, then it dilutes the, the lawful actions of states like Alabama who are trying to do immigration the right way.
4: Yeah, it, it goes back to the whole uh, talk about taxation without representation. I mean, if a, somebody stepping across the border has the same rights I do to representation, then, then we don't have a country, do we?
6: No, no and, and
5: the other thing that was interesting and part of the argument was the court's concern that historically these individuals have been counted. But, Fred, we've never had the numbers of people in this country unlawfully ever make a difference. So I know. So they recognize that.
4: Uh, too. We're talking, we're, we're, I don't know, 12, 11, somebody just said 14 million the other day. Hey, we'll keep up the good fight, my friend. We'll chat again soon. And uh, always appreciate the time, Alabama's Attorney General Steve Marshall. Thanks. Have a great weekend.
5: Thank you, you too.
3: show the conservative alternative today at 2 on WTKI Talk
1: Just getting in a new accident. This one's eastbound on 565 in Greenbrier. Got a vehicle that hit a tractor trailer there. The tractor trailer is off the road down into the woods. Had a report of one 565 eastbound near Exit 1. That's Mooresville Road. Are you hungry? You get 14 shrimp fries and a buttermilk biscuit for 5 bucks. That's a wicked good deal. At Popeye's, Jordan and University, 72 and Jeff, and North Parkway. Captain Nick in the Popeye's
3: Skywatch Traffic Center.
4: the Humid Ore Pipe Shop, Memorial Parkway Southwest, now open Sundays, noon to 6.
8: Influenza and pneumonia season is here. And now, more than ever, it's important to get your flu and pneumonia vaccines. In this time of social distancing, many are concerned with leaving their homes, but getting the flu and pneumonia vaccines is more important than ever to prevent infection. Protect yourself and others from preventable, contagious viruses like flu and pneumonia, which can cause illness, hospitalization, and even death. The flu and pneumonia vaccine vaccines, reduce illnesses, doctor visits, hospitalizations, missed work, and missed school. Flu and pneumonia season can sometimes peak as late as February or March. Making sure your children are vaccinated on time is an important step toward ensuring their long-term health. Everyone can help fight the flu and pneumonia by getting vaccinated today. Let's take action to fight the flu and pneumonia and stop the spread of vaccine-preventable diseases. Visit alabamapublichealth.gov forward slash IMM. Sponsored by the Alabama Department of Public Health, the Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station.
2: Holiday decorating is in full swing by now for many of you. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about making sure you keep your home safe while you make it festive right after this. Keeping the inside of your home comfortable and controlling your energy bills is always a challenge. So let Duck Brand help you defend your home from the cold weather. Duck Brand has a variety of weatherization products that can help make your home more comfortable and efficient. If you're not exactly sure what you need, check out the Project Selector Guide on DuckBrand.com to view all of their solutions and step-by-step product instructions. Get started today at DuckBrand.com slash Weatherize. It's that time of the year when everyone enjoys the glow of candlelight. Candles are a great way to decorate for the holidays, but every year they're responsible for as many as 8,000 house fires, resulting in 10,000 injuries, 1,000 deaths, and more than a billion dollars in damage. The good news is that they can be prevented. Many fires start because candles fall over, so be sure they fit properly in the candle holder base and use candle holders that won't burn if the flame gets too low trim the wicks to a quarter of an inch before lighting and stop burning a candle if the flame gets higher than one and a half inches. Be sure to keep candles away from flammable materials like curtains. And finally, don't forget to extinguish them before leaving home or retiring for the night. I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner.
3: My show isn't just about left and right, Democrats versus Republicans, liberals fighting conservatives. The Mike Gallagher Show is about life, family, friends, how you're going to pay for your kid's college, what information you need to get that promotion, how do you help your fellow man. It's also about standing up to power, whether that's the senator who's handing out favors to big donors or the race hustlers who divide us. Follow the Mike Gallagher Show at Facebook or Twitter at Radio Talker Mike and online at MikeOnline.com. It's the Mike Gallagher Show. Join me weekday mornings from 8 to 11 on WTKI.
8: Braxton was diagnosed with chloride Plexus Carcinoma, a brain tumor. St. Jude is helping us put away our fears. We have an amazing team that fights for the best outcome for Braxton. He has the best chance here. I don't have to worry that how much is that bag of fluid going to cost me? Can I afford it to save my child's life? The donations? They're paying for me to live every day with my son, be stress-free, and enjoy every day with him. I wish there was a word bigger than thank you, more close to the heart, because thank you's not enough. They've given me hope. They've given me my son.
0: St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding Cures. Saving Children. Learn more at stjude.org.
3: Celebrate the Second Amendment Sunday afternoon at 1, Gun Talk on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk.
2: He's making a list
1: and checking it twice. Oh, yes, he is. Who's Who's been naughty or nice?
2: We're
4: going to talk about some people that have been naughty. Uh, 46 and a rain shower, most of that out of here later today. And uh, got a nice weekend on the way, too. Uh, well, former uh, U.S. Attorney for the Northern District of Alabama, and also VP and General Counsel Gray Analytics, uh, j Town, old friend of the show, joining us. Uh, yeah, I don't think Huntsville City Schools anywhere on its Christmas list had getting ransomware, did it?
6: Oh man, it's uh, it's an odd oh, wow. week here in the city in the Rocket City.
4: Yeah, this is this is but this is what you and I have been talking about. This, I mean, you you when you were in your former job, that was one of the major things you were dealing with, right? And a lot of this, a lot of this uh, crime on uh, that's that's the I don't know fourth wave or however many waves are out there. People are getting to us, and we're allowing them in. And this is a perfect example. Of I guess this was a a great lesson for other school systems, right? Because this is an area where you got all this at-home learning, you got all this bandwidth being used, you got all these laptops out there, all this remote access, uh, and and lo and behold, ransomware.
6: Yeah, it's um, well. Look, Huntsville City Schools is not the first; they won't be the last school that are attacked by ransomware. Uh, and malicious software, uh, there's been a number of cases, number of city government and, and county government agencies that have been attacked by ransomware. Uh, a lot of it is simply, um, you know, just the lack of training um, that uh, businesses and government agencies don't have strong authenticators. They don't do routine backups and penetration tests uh uh, they, they they don't push their critical data and information like the personal identifiable information of children or teachers or parents, uh, they don't push it to a server routinely. So when when hackers find, they get on that system and they find that, that critical data, that's the data they hold ransom. That's the most, if you're a business, for instance, you know, all your customer lists, all your client sheets, all your pricing sheets, or, or maybe just your entire sales system, uh, they know that's important. That's what they hold, ransom. Uh, and, and uh, you know, at some point you make a business decision, not a legal, not a, a legal, like I'm going to let law enforcement handle it legal. Uh, you make a business decision that, you know, the longer this goes on, the more money I'm losing. And, you know, it's it's at some point that exceeds the demand of the ransom. So just pay it. And yeah. uh, it goes against the grain of everything we we, we stand for as Americans to do that um, but, uh, you know, people, people are running businesses and, and I understand that. And the school system, I mean, it's a wealthy city, uh, self-insured, and, uh, they might have some data breach insurance. Uh, I have no idea. I know the FBI is working as hard as they possibly can. We're really lucky, Fred, to have the acumen at the FBI that we do in our district. That, you know, not every field office, like, the, so our field office is in Birmingham and we have a branch office up here in Huntsville, not to mention the folks at the Arsenal. And those people are fully cyber trained, fully capable, best in the world. And uh, we're lucky to have them here. And even they are struggling with uh, these ransomware attacks. So it's a, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's something don't get caught. That's the, that's the lesson here. Be proactive, make that your best defense. Don't just know that you got a guy that can come in and unwind the encryption. Uh, That's as unlikely as, as anything. That's not a solution.
4: So you gotta, you gotta be proactive and you gotta, which is why I guess you guys are doing what you're doing at your company, right? I mean, that's, that's, that's
6: your bailiwick, right? (laughs) Helping people. Yeah. So Gray Analytics is covered in employees that have worked uh, in the intelligence community at the national lab level. Um, uh, They're the ones who designed a lot of these Stuxnet type um, uh, encryption keys that go into networks. And, um, you know, and so we're very fortunate to have them at Gray. And there's other companies out there that, that uh, uh, have similar uh, folks with, with great pedigree and acumen that, that uh, know what's going on in a ransomware or malicious software attack. But every one of them will tell you, especially uh, us at Gray, that if you're not proactive, you're not doing system checks. And yeah, it costs money to, to protect your system. But what do we have that's important to us that we don't protect you know, I mean, just having Kaspersky software or Norton antivirus is not a, a system protection against malicious software and, and ransomware. And, you know, we spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on insurance for your building, which is important and necessary. Uh, seems like, uh, uh, you know, uh, spending some money at least to protect your network and server and your system so that you're not down millions of dollars a week while you're waiting for this ransom to be paid or, or uh, lifted. Um it seems like that's a that's a that's an easy call uh but you know still we find businesses they don't train their employees and they're clicking around and forwarding emails and uh responding to emails and you know, uh, we just gotta be better and smarter. We can't, we can't pretend it's, you know, 2005. It's 2020. And, uh, we just all need to be better. It could happen to anybody, though. It's not like there's some, you know, some fault. Well, there's we're we're, we're,
4: we're, we're, I, look, I, I'm not beating up on Huntsville City Schools either. I think we're, we're fighting a moving target. And I, and I, I, I want to go to fighting because just like, you know, in national defense, you know, you, you have this overwhelming force. To as a deterrent to people who would do things, we've got to be doing the same thing in
6: Cyberville, right? Sure, yeah. I mean, just the way you protect any of your critical information or your classified information, I mean, we take great steps. I mean, think about it this way. We go to great lengths uh, to, to teach our children and our employees and everybody in between, uh, you know, what to do in, in case of a fire or uh, active shooter or a tornado, uh, why are we not taking those proactive steps uh, to, to develop disaster recovery plans for our data uh, well before there's any need for it? Uh, you know, I mean, it's it's just as critical to your business. It's just as important. Yes, lives are not uh, in danger. So it's not as important in that sense. But, uh, you know, when your business is shut down and you can't pay your employees, uh, I'd say it is pretty important. So, uh, you know, uh, we just need to consider all of this. It doesn't all have to be equal or equated for it to be important and very relevant
4: were there prosecutions on this i mean i'm I'm trying to remember i think we did talk about a few uh few cases you guys are running down i mean they do eventually i mean some of them are offshore it's kind of hard to get them but we have bad Mm -hmm. actors in the country too or bad actors who are coming in and out of the country i mean in, in your previous life you guys nailed some people right
6: Sure. And and hackers, uh, you know, one of the things I'll tell you, too, and, and, and typically not with ransomware, but certainly with cyber intrusions, about 60 percent of every prosecution has a direct nexus to uh, to to the nation of China and the Communist Party. Um, and But uh, a lot of these hackers and ransomware, I mean, this is all about money. This is just like a lot of criminal activity it is about money it is nothing new under the sun, Fred. And so it's it's you know, it's just, uh, you know, we, we when we can find these people and the FBI does a great job um uh, noting the, the ransomware signature um and then we can sort of identify multiple attacks. A lot of times we can then get sort of IP addresses from from those that are similar um and uh and hopefully we track these folks down. In seconds, a lot of the stuff's happening, which is amazing to me. Sure. It's like, whoa. <laughs> wow. Sure. Um, That's hey, a- why it's so important to not get caught because it can happen with a simple click event. It, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't have to happen over a period of months. Easily. All right. I want to. This is similar to
4: all the. Look, you've been seeing, I guess, and and you got to. I've been very careful, and I've stated this more than one time. I try very carefully not to have more than one black helicopter flying over my head at any one time. But you got to look the video of Georgia in this counting process going on there in Atlanta. Um, I don't know if it's a smoking gun, but there's a lot of question out there about this election and the more the more people dig the the screwier and weirder it gets huh?
6: Well what I'm uh, yeah I, I mean I saw that video and I was very troubled about that um, and uh, I I'm, I'm certain that the appropriate authorities are looking into into that regardless of whether or not the as you say these screwy behaviors, uh, these irregularities, maybe can't uh, eclipse the deltas uh, between, you know, who won and who didn't. Uh, it, it, it shouldn't matter. We should all be concerned that this is going on. If dead people are voting, if people are stuffing ballots, if people are stuffing ballots in the machines or or, or throwing ballots in the river, we should be concerned about all the above, regardless of your political bent
4: Yeah, I would hope so. Hey, can you hang around for a couple more? You want to finish the hour with us? Sure. All right, more Town just ahead.
3: He spent over 30 years talking to and about North Alabama, and he's not done yet. Fred Holland on WTKI
1: Talk. Got a problem eastbound on 565 at Greenbrier. Traffic is getting by this one, but it is very, very slow. It's going to be a major backup. Dr. Sandman is offering $500 off the Somnodent, an insurance-approved, easy-to-use oral device for sleep apnea and snoring. 350-CARE or randalsandlin.com. Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk.
6: Well, the fact is, the jobs of the future will be heavily geared towards science, technology, engineering, and math. In other words, the future is STEM. More opportunities,
0: better pay. And the road to these great jobs starts as early as middle school. So if you're a student, talk to your school counselor about STEM. If you're
6: a parent, talk to your kids. Because the job you'll get in the future may very well depend on what you do today. A public service message from America's Navy. My community means everything to me. That's why I joined the Army National Guard. I'm proud of where I'm from, and as a soldier, I get to give back to the people that helped me succeed. The training and leadership skills I get from the Army National Guard help me every day when I teach young people and look out for my community. If you'd like to learn how you, too, can serve part-time in the community you love, visit NationalGuard.com.
4: Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Bread, And don't forget those great sides, fried pickles, fried green tomatoes, hot stuffed peppers, mushrooms, onion rings, and fries. Huntsville's original sub, Stanlio's Jordan Lane and Holmes Avenue, and Governor's Drive just west of First Baptist Church. Follow Stanlio's on Twitter for weekly specials.
0: Do you ever lose your balance or feel dizzy for no apparent reason? Do you hear ringing in your ears or have migraines? These are all signs you could have a problem with your inner ear or vestibular system. To learn more, call the Vestibular Disorders Helpline at 800 837 8428. That's 800 837 8428. Sponsored by the Vestibular Disorders Association.
3: The official healthcare provider for our mascot, Tiki, is Catisfaction Cat Clinic in Madison. WTKI Talk.
4: Oh, you stopped me this time. That isn't jag, is jag. It, it? it is. You know, oh. our buddy Jay was a jag at one time. <laughs> Once a jag. That sounds familiar. I'm trying to think. Jag. That's it. I just that the, even a blind squirrel gets a nut occasionally. That's happened to get it right. <laughs> Holy moly! All right, J. Town, former U.S. Attorney, also VP uh, Gray Analytics, uh, VP and General uh, General Counsel. Um, I, I want to get back to this this Georgia um, election center thing, and just like like the truck driver in New York it, who drove from New York to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and he said he was just wanting to get paid. And I mean, some of these people are pretty compelling. The woman in Michigan, the the know it all who won't shut up, she was kind of an interesting witness and I'm going, stop, let him answer it, let him ask you a question. But all of this, all of this is disturbing to me because, you know, like him or not, and and whether you think this guy who's our current president, Trump, is wacky or not, in the end, you step back and you go, dang, he was right.
6: (laughs) There's something going on here, isn't there? Well, it's hard to look at all of those things. And, um, and, and not think that, wow, that, you know, the, that, that should not happen in any election. And, and how many local elections or statewide elections does it happen in where we don't put a big bright light on it, uh, because you don't have the power of the White House behind it and their lawyers looking into it? And those, those elections where the, where the uh, the delta between the candidates is much, much smaller, and I guess you could argue much less significant, at least on a national stage. Um, but the same sort of formula for fraud or irregularity is there. Um, we definitely have to get to the root of it. And, you know, state and federal authorities shouldn't be waiting on one another to get to the bottom of it. Um, if If I was the U.S. attorney... Or the attorney general uh, of, the, of a particular state, and this went on in my area, in my area of operations. I would be directing my law enforcement agency, whoever that might be, if I was a U.S. attorney, to the FBI, and, and I would be saying, "What the hell happened there?" Yeah. And, and uh, you know, and if it's nothing, it's nothing, and come yeah. on and say it was nothing. You know, those are you know, this is it looks bad, but but uh, it's not bad, um, and that can be the that can be the truth. But we have to know the truth, or else we're going. We're not going to trust this election in Georgia in a month. No. Uh, if if it's if it's shady like this again, and uh, and we're not going to just, uh, trust ongoing uh, elections in the future. We have to be able to trust our system of democracy and our electoral system. It just has to be something that is unfettered and unblemished. Yeah, uh, I can't think of anything more important, regardless of. Who you vote for.
4: Yeah. If not now, win Because uh, it, 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 it's like carjackings in Minneapolis. They've like five times more now because they didn't enforce the law. One more with J-Town coming up.
8: Republicans use offensive word.
4: Capitalism and freedom.
3: 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk.
0: I'm Liz Clayman and this is the Fox Business Report.
2: Economists are betting that the economy continued to add jobs in November, but at a slower rate than in October. We'll know for sure when the Labor Department reports the numbers at 8.30 Eastern. According to a survey of economists by the Wall Street Journal, the number of non-farm jobs increased by 440,000 last month, compared with 638,000 jobs added the month before. This would all be happening as many governors tighten the rules for businesses because of the pandemic. According to the Wall Street Journal, the Justice Department is in talks to resolve criminal charges against the chief financial officer of the Chinese telecom equipment maker Huawei. The CFO is stuck in Canada and unable to return to China. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Roger Stern, invested in you.
0: Is the cost of finishing the basement? Worth the benefit of some peace and quiet? When questions find you, Merrill Edge Self-Directed Investing can help you find answers with personalized planning tools and insights to help you get where you want to go, even if it's just downstairs. Merrill, a Bank of America company. Visit merrilledge.com slash within reach to get started today. Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner and Smith Incorporated. Registered broker, dealer, member, SIPC. Investment products are not FDIC insured, are not bank guaranteed, and may lose value.
1: It looks like the far left lane may be getting by that wreck on 565 at Greenbrier. Had a tractor trailer involved in a wreck there. It left the road, went down into some woods. Sounds like they're staging an extrication. So there's going to be a lot of activity there. Traffic on 565, basically a parking lot. Injured? Make your first call the Senior Timberlake and League, 536-0770. Captain Nick in the Popeyes North Parkway, SkyWatch Traffic Center for WTKI, Talk. Martha
3: Graham was known throughout the world as the mother of modern dance. She said dance is the hidden language of the soul. But in some dance classes around the nation, young children are learning to dance with choreography that hypersexualizes them and their bodies with adult costumes, choreography, and music. Here's dance educator Mary Botten.
2: All dance instructors teach technical movement, but they also influence the development of internal values in their students. That's why the current trend toward the hypersexualization of children in dance is so disturbing. One mother wrote, Our children are exposed to sexualization far too early in their lives. Please, just let them be children. Dance awareness exists to engage in respectful conversations that identify the dangers of hypersexualizing our children in dance through research based solutions.
3: Sign up to receive the Dance Coalition newsletter via the link at danceawareness.com. That's danceawareness.com. Integrated Behavioral Health is pleased to announce the addition of a new child psychiatrist to our practice. Join us in welcoming Dr. James Harper to the Huntsville, Madison, Decatur and Athens community. Dr. Harper is a board certified child and adolescent psychiatrist working with children and adolescents ages 5 to 17 with a wide range of diagnoses. Now accepting new patients. Make your appointment today. Log on IBHUS.com. Integrated Behavioral Health. Wellness is within your reach. without all that screaming. Fred Holland on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk.
4: Jay Town, former U.S. Attorney for the Northern District of Alabama, and also VP and uh, General Counsel, uh, Gray Analytics. So We've been talking about cyber and elections and all kinds of stuff. Uh, by the way, your, your team... Have you heard the latest, these the scenarios about Clemson comes back and beats Notre Dame in the ACC championship game because Notre Dame's playing in the ACC this year, and then Bama loses to uh, Florida, and then what do you do? <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, I, don't I mean, not
6: know. I, I I still tend to believe that Alabama and Notre Dame will be playing in New Year's Eve, uh, New Year's Day uh, college football playoff either way. So, yeah. yeah, it's uh, sure, sure you know. looking like
4: it. Hey, you did. Yeah. Speaking of Notre Dame, you've, uh, you, you're doing a, we were just talking, by the way, Steve Marshall, our Attorney General, uh, passes on his, uh, his uh, regards, said tell you hello. Uh, we were talking to him about the lawsuit that he and Mo Brooks and, and a lot of the AGs are mm-hmm. party to, uh, that's before the Supreme Court that may or may not be decided, and who knows how they're gonna rule. But you've weighed in on this in a paper, tell us about that.
6: Yeah, so early on in this administration, um really when they were you'll remember the litigation regarding the citizen question that didn't go through and it didn't go through because the question wasn't lawful. It just didn't go through because of the Administrative Procedures Act and they they, uh, the Supreme Court didn't buy the, uh, the Commerce Department's explanation why they wanted to add the, the question. It had nothing to do with whether the question itself of whether or not you're a United States citizen was inappropriate to be on the decennial census. Um, and so I sort of became the emissary uh, for the Department of Justice on this issue of the census, um, uh, wrote some extensive uh, internal uh, memoranda, And uh, I am uh, next month, which is the month that the that the census is reported to the Congress, uh, the apportionment number, uh, which is how many people are where is the apportionment number. Um, and so uh, next month uh, in the Notre Dame Law Review, I have, a, I have an article being published on the decennial census on the head count, as we call it. Um, and my conclusion is really similar to what Steve and, and Mo's uh, lawsuit sort of demands. Uh, General Marshall is a smart guy, Congressman Brooks, smart guy, both lawyers. And um, I, it's, it's my conclusion anyway, uh, that, uh, the President of the United States, who reports that number two Congress, has the right to exclude illegal immigrants from uh, the decennial census, from the apportionment number. And think about it this way. It would be a distortion of democratic principles for the number of seats in Congress or the electoral college to swell in a state where the actual constituency has not. Remember, illegal immigrants are not, are not constituents, right? Yeah. They, they can't vote. People living that they can't vote. They, they cannot direct uh, federal uh, dollars as they come in. They can't serve as an elector. Um, they're just people living in a congressional district. And so there, there are a lot of legitimate government interests in, in protecting the franchise of suffrage, of, of, of voting, of being represented in, in government, um, guarding against the vote dilution and the representative diminishment elsewhere, like here in Alabama. Our system of laws and our Constitution, Fred, simply can't support the contention, and this is important, can't support the contention that there may be disadvantages to citizenship when you're determining the headcount advantages for citizens. Yeah. So it would be unfair to, to um, and, and quite possibly a violation of equal protection, to, to encourage illegal immigration in your congressional district or in your state so that you could get more representation of uh, in, in the Congress and in the Electoral College. But your constituency hasn't swollen at all. Yeah. In fact, it's probably percentage wise it has gone down and it should not be a punishment. Shouldn't be punitive if you are enforcing the laws of the United States in a state like Alabama and uh, you actually start losing seats in electoral votes that that has to be. At least a consideration that at least the law would uphold if the president so so chose to uh, report an apportionment number that excluded illegal immigrants.
4: Hey, as we get uh, this, uh, they can find this at the Notre Dame Law Review, I guess, next month, right? Next month, month. yeah. Next month, yeah. yeah, yeah. All
6: right. I'll be tweeting it out at J Town, Alabama. Don't worry. All (laughs) right. Jay, as always, we appreciate
4: it. We'll talk again soon. Have a great weekend, my friend.
6: Thanks, Fred. See you, Scotty.
3: Talk. Like us on Facebook at WTKI and be in touch anytime.
7: Work is a part of all of us. It's a winning spirit, a trade, or a passion to help others. Working drives us to push beyond what we thought was possible and allows us to be there for the things that really matter. We know that the world around us has changed, and that's why the Alabama Department of Labor is here to get you back to working hard. We're committed to helping job creators fill their ranks with talented candidates, and we're passionate about helping those candidates find the right fit. Our programs offer on-the-job training where young workers can earn while they learn and prepare themselves for full-time employment is a part of all of us. Let us help you get back to it by visiting your local career center or alabamaworks.alabama.gov. Funding provided by the USDOL, ETA, and Federal WIOA and Equal Opportunity Employer Program. Auxiliary aid and services available upon
3: request. Brought to you by this station and the
0: Alabama Broadcasters Association.
3: Celebrating capitalism and freedom 24 hours a day, 1450 a.m. and 105.3 FM.